The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. Here we are again. The fourth time in one week with another hot stove edition of Davo's Dish on Clubhouse Conversation. And unbeknownst to pretty much all of us, you know, we thought Edison Volquez yesterday was a nice signing, and that would probably put the wrap on major signings or major moves for the offseason. I thought the Royals would still address the backup catcher possibly and bring in another reliever or so, maybe a Brandon Beachy type of guy or, you know, who knows, some smaller moves, maybe extend Hosmer at some point or some of their other you know, maybe some Gordon news comes out about a potential long-term deal. But no, they shock us all and go out and add. Again, and I am so excited right now with Chris Medlin signing a classic low-risk, high-reward contract with the Royals. And we're going to talk all about that right now in Clubhouse Conversation. Yeah, when you look this up in the dictionary, low-risk, high-reward, this is the move you'll see. And we'll go over why that is. But just think about that. The last seven days, the Royals' Kendrys Morales has signed. Alex Rios has signed. Edinson Volquez. And now Chris Medlin, the move that pretty much everybody seems to like the most. And that's because of the terms of the contract. Ridiculous the Royals got him for this. Two years of $8.5 million are guaranteed. That's it. For a guy that should be back by July 1st on the mound. A $1 million buyout. If the Royals and him don't end up going for the third year, which would be the option year of $10 million. So, I mean, but $8.5 million guaranteed for two years, plus incentives if he makes the money. Even if he hits, like, every single incentive, he's still going to be cheaper than Volquez. And Volquez wasn't a bad signing. That was a good signing. We talked all about that last night. If you missed that dish, then after you hear this one, just go back and listen to it. We talked all about Volquez. But this move's even better. Now, Medlin, let's talk about him. 5'10", 190, so not an imposing guy when you see him out there until you stand in the batter's box against him and see him throw. He pounds the zone, works quick, throws strikes. In that regard, a little bit of the you know, polar opposite of Volquez, who struggles throwing strikes. Now, Medlin will be 29, 30, and possibly 31 during this deal. So you get him for very good years, 29, 30, and 31, coming off his second Tommy John surgery last March in a spring training game, March 9th to be exact, blew that elbow out. So approximately about the t- same time as Luke Hochaver. Although Hochaver's probably one to two months ahead of Medlin, but that makes sense. It's Hochaver's first Tommy John versus the second. So you're going to go a little bit slower on Medlin, especially now with having more expectations and more money tied up in him. So Medlin, why is this such a good signing? Well, because when he was on in 2013, he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. 15 and 12 with a 311 ERA in 2013. 197 innings, so he ate up innings. Had an even 1.00 ERA down the stretch in his final five starts. And how about this? 3.34 strikeouts to walks. So uh, three and a half times more strikeouts than walks in 2013. Missed all of last year because of the elbow surgery. 2012. How about these numbers? 10 and 1 with a 1.57 in 138 innings and 5.22 K to BB ratio there in 2012. So 2013, phenomenal. One of the best pitchers in baseball in the starting rotation. 197 innings. I mean, that's big time innings. 311, 3.34 K to BB. Guys that throw strikes and 
you know, I love it. 2012, 10-1, 1.57. Career marks for Medlin are 2.95 ERA, 34-20, and 20, blah, blah. Who cares about the record? The important thing is he throws strikes, doesn't walk hitters, works quick, and keeps the ball down and has success. Chris Medlin coming over to the Royals. Who would have ever thought? So what does this mean for the Royals? I think pretty much everybody universally agrees it's a great move. It's not like I'm giving anything you don't know. I mean, it's just pretty basic analysis here. But it really is a great move. But why is it a great move? Well, not only because of the contract terms. I mean, on the off chance that he blows out his elbow again or isn't the same. Okay, well, by the time he comes in, it's halfway through this year. So you still give him another year because, you know, Tommy John sometimes can take an extra year, year and a half to come back from. He could be even stronger in theory and you know, 2016. So the bottom line is by the time you find out he's a bust, if he is a bust, I don't think he will be. But worst case scenario, the contract's pretty much over by then. So, I mean, you're not in the hook for this long term. And if he pitches decent to good this year and good in 2016, it's probably the steal of the entire offseason for any team. Let's say he becomes 80% of what he was two years ago in 2013, next year in 2016. So 2016, he duplicates 2013. And let's say this year he goes out there and throws 90 to 100 innings in the second half of the year. And he's fresh in the playoffs down the stretch. I mean, it's like adding a big-time arm at the the trade deadline is what it is, having him come in this year. So you're not, again, a common theme. You're not handicapping your team in the future when you need to re-sign guys and arbitration comes up for all your core guys. You're not handicapping him. You're not losing a draft pick. Any, I mean, he's a proven, proven performer. Just coming off injury. Low risk, high reward. Gives you pitching depth, too, for the Royals. The starting five is obviously locked down, barring another move. Who knows? We thought we thought they were done yesterday, so I shouldn't say it's locked down. There could be a trade. There could be another move, I, I suppose, but... You would think that the Royals have the one through five locked down through July 1st. I would imagine that your opening day starters, Ventura, Vargas game two, Volquez game three, Duffy game four, and Guthrie game five. Your long reliever that first half of the year is probably Pino. Or a guy that steps in if one of those five gets hurt in spring training or what have you. And then, same thing. You've got Medlin, who's coming in maybe. The Royals may work him back in. He'll obviously go through the rehab assignments in the minor leagues. They could put him in the in the bullpen as a, as a fireman or long reliever if all five guys are throwing darts. But chances are one of the five will be ineffective or be hurt. So he gives you another great arm right there in July. And if you have to go out of piece of July, it's probably going to be a bat. Well, you can still do that because you haven't traded any of your prospects this offseason. So the Royals are in great position right now. The, the, the payroll, which we talked about yesterday, depending on who you believe, depending on what they do, is going to end up being between 113 and 119 million, it looks like right now. Some people have it at 115, some have it at 119, some have 114, until we know the exact front loading and back loading of some of these deals and arbitration numbers and so, you know, so on and so forth, if they make any more moves. The bottom line is, though, David Glass is running this as a top 15 payroll in 2015 for the 29th market. Now, again, some people call this the 28th market. It's the 29th market. Second smallest market in Major League Baseball, and that's fantastic. Once again, another hand just like last night. Another good move by Dayton. We've gone over this before. We'll listen to the podcast the last few days. I don't want to you know, bore you here in Clubhouse Conversation. So all in all, I guess what I'll just say is I just want to chime in and further what everybody else is saying that I think this is a terrific move for the Royals for the same exact reasons as yesterday. You know, not losing draft picks getting a proven performer in the past, 
where you have flexibility with your payroll come 2016, 2017, 2018. Low risk, high reward, especially on Medlin. I would not call Rios low risk, high reward at all because that's a pretty big contract for one year. Morales, same thing as his two years. Volquez, I mean, this, this is low risk, high reward. Those other guys are, in Volquez's, I don't know. In Volquez's case, I feel like he's going to have a really good year. I, I, I just think you know what you're going to get from him based on last year and based on Island and based on what I hear from within the Royals from people who have told me certain things that they have picked out that they like a lot that they think they can even make better. One of them being mechanic-wise to get him to throw more strikes. So anyway, I'm just blobbing on here. We'll talk to you again soon, I guess, maybe, on Clubhouse Conversation. I was assuming that yesterday it'd be probably till you know January, but who knows? Is there another deal coming? I've gotten a few tweets at Royals Clubhouse. Will Wade Davis be traded? Will Holland? Will Infante? I don't think so, no. I, I don't. I, I don't see the Royals at this point dumping salary for a prospect because they're not going to trade one of those guys for somebody that's probably going to help them this year. Otherwise, they wouldn't have signed Rios and Morales because if you make a trade for a bat, if you trade Davis or Holland, you ain't getting a major league bat back because where are you going to play him? You're getting some probably a high-end prospect. I don't see the Royals doing that. That would be complete opposite of what they've been doing. I think they are a $115 million payroll team. I think they are what they are. Infante, why would somebody want to trade anything of value for a guy coming off injury and a disappointing year who's got three years and a decent amount of money left and mid-30s? I don't see why they would do that. There's other options out there for other teams. So, no, I don't think there'll be any more moves made. One of the tweets that I did get from, I believe it was, was it Doug? I had these written down somewhere. But at Royals Clubhouse, backup catcher, who do I think it'll be? I don't know. Probably Kratz. They'll bring somebody else in, though. You'll have Francisco Pena and Kratz and, and probably somebody else on a minor league deal that comes in and competes in spring training. I can see backup catcher being a spot that they fill like March 25th too, when teams start trying to slip guys through waivers or moving guys off the 40. That could be a spot that the Royals pick up at that point. And I'm not sure because I know Kratz will be due, what, about I think he's 900000 That's pretty expensive for – I mean, but although you're going to need a backup catcher for like 35 games this year versus like three last year. Because I'll be cut like every game. But, you know, so it'll, it'll be more important to have a better backup catcher this year. Kratz I thought was good, but, I mean, his bat, what was he, 276 or something like that? I think he's about 305, 300 on base. Small, small, small sample size. But throughout his career, his bat's never played the major league level. You probably need a little bit more hitting out of that because I don't know that his defense is that good to be able to carry him 35 games if he's not hitting a lick. So I don't know that Kratz is the answer to answer your question about backup catcher. I think it's pretty clear Pena's not, seeing how the Royals never really gave him any sort of chance, never really took him serious last year. So I don't think Pena's the answer. But thanks for your questions. Keep them coming. And we will talk to you when we talk to you, I guess. I don't know. Will it be before the new year? Will it be after? I guess time will tell. It's Clubhouse Conversation. We'll be here for you. One thing's for certain whenever a big move is made. We will also continue to have weekly interviews. Happy holidays if I don't talk to you again here in the near future. But we will talk to you soon on Clubhouse Conversation either way. Go Royals.